All right, everybody, welcome to Lap 30. This is uh, the Michael Waltrip episode. Uh, I'm 30, joined 30, by baby. everybody this week. We decided to not have anybody missing this week, so that's always pretty cool. Because we usually decide to have someone missing. Yeah, decide, like we sacrifice them yeah, to the like, podcast listening gods. Like two hours <laughs> before, we all group huddle in Dave's backyard and decide. And we, we this throw up. week. <laughs> we, we all put our heads down and look at the phone camera and throw the propane bottle in the air. And whoever it hits in the head is out for the episode. Yeah, no, I guess we'll start out with like uh with, with uh we usually start out with NASCAR, but we're gonna we're gonna go a different way this way. We're, Switch this it time, up. Sorry, we're gonna we're gonna start with go your own way. League Zero, my uh my wonderful Formula Three league that you should check out on Thursday nights at uh nine Eastern. By the way, just saying on the iRacing uh, platform, check on it the out online. Platform, check it out. LeagueZero.net. It's time. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, we ended our season last Thursday. Um, it was. A uh, good season, actually. It was our seventh season. Uh, we're, we're heading into season eight here in uh, another month here or so. Uh, good old Ray Ray Aguilar ended up taking the uh, the uh, championship there. We ran uh, Phillip Island was the final final track, the championship battle. I think he had it wrapped up last uh, last race anyways, but uh, he ended up taking his third championship home. He's now the only three-time champion. He's also my teammate, so that was cool. Uh, Repeat. It's a big deal. That's a competitive is, league. A That's deal. a competitive league. For sure, for sure. Um Second place, we had Jaden Calloway. Third, Felipe Sarkis. Uh, fourth, Finley. And fifth, Xavier. The rest do not get mentioned because they're not cool enough. Uh, but shout out to Xavier and Felipe and Jaden. That was all their personal best, uh, highest they've ever scored. Uh, so That's shout out awesome, to those guys. man. Yeah, yeah Jaden. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Felipe and uh, Xavier, man. They, they've been running the league for a while now, yeah? Yeah, Xavier's been here forever. That's that's his personal best. He's improved massively uh, over time. He. He actually impressed me. It's actually nuts. Um, Good job, so shout dude. Out to that, shout out to that guy. He did awesome. Same with uh, Jaden and Felipe. Those guys have been killing it. Beat me. Um, and you. And me. <laughs> yeah. I had a rough race. I, I ended up finishing. Uh, what did I end up finishing? Well, well, hmm, hold on. I would just want to say I was battling Dave's teammate, uh, Nick, for the okay, championship. Hold on. We, were, we, were, hold on. we were two points apart. <laughs> I ended up beating nick in the future race and then you know you sprint race i'm like yeah nick and i we're gonna battle it out and then dave decided to spin in front of me lap one of the sprint race out of the final corner and i got totally intentional and uh so somebody so teammates team orders team orders dave definitely made money it was it was crew chief (laughs) it was crew chief he came on my my ears and was like you need to spin now and i spun 100 percent I like the road feels robot. slippery. Does the road feel slippery right now? Oh, yeah, it, was like, uh, it was like that. What was it with Boyer? Whoever that was? Yeah, the, Clint Boyer. The Spingate thing. Yep. <laughs> what did he say again? I can't remember. He said something about, uh, uh, does the track feel slippery right now? And they're like, yeah, sure. Clint sure does. And then he spun out. It's like, you idiot. Oh, I want to know what he said. That thing, that was hilarious. But yeah, no, uh, just while he's looking that up, um, Antonio and Nick just are like magnets in the points and they're magnets on the track. Like literally, this has been going on year after year, season after season. Like they yeah. cannot stay away from each other. No, no, these it's, guys. It's it's uncanny, honestly. They might like they might like like each other. Yeah, it's I can't, crazy. I can't find the audio, but no, I was. A lot, it's fun. Me and him always have good bat, good banter and good battles. So, it's a great league. It's a lot of fun. I, I don't know how many. I've lost count of how many seasons I've been with League Zero, but, but man, I think you, I think you and Nick have been here since season two, so it's been a while now. Yeah, it's killer though. If you're listening to this and you're not in our oh, league, no, Nick's come. Been here since season one. 
And if you're listening to this and you're in, and you're in our league, thanks for listening, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I should shout out the team championship too. Uh, good old Avanti Autosport. That's me. That's me, baby. Me and Ray. We ended up wrapping, so basically Ray. Uh, we ended up wrapping yeah, up say. wrapping up the uh, team championship. So that was cool. Uh, Squid Gang Racing, which was Felipe and Jaden, ended up coming second. So no surprise there. They they killed it. Uh, team Goon Squad, you know, good old house team. Shout out to those boys for broadcasting. Uh, they ended up coming third. Uh, and then the Chase Motorsports, Baby. Dave Kasai, Nick in fourth, and uh, ooh, Formula Gaijin in fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that wraps up League Zero. Um, come check us yeah. out. Yeah, League Zero, come check us out. No, it's fun, dude. The racing is good. Like we've all been together for a long time, and we all kind of know each other's uh situation but like man i haven't had like an incident a stupid incident in like years with an s in that league um it's been a lot of fun i mean we still have stupid incidents that happen but like it's not like official f3 c class like not even close man this is high class so come join us league zero.net there's your advertisement (laughs) all right boom well, let's All jump right. into the NASCARs, bro. And guess what? We're turning right today. Just saying, we didn't turn left. Uh, we didn't. We didn't turn just left. We turned left and right. Actually, predominantly right too, because it's a clockwise track. And I must say, I still don't like this track, but it's indie, so it's cool. I agree. I think the indie road course is a bit um, strange, but you know what? It produced a good race. I mean, it's it probably did. it's probably a lot of the fact to do with it being leading up to the playoffs. I'm sure that's why it's placed where it is, aside from it being an IndyCar NASCAR doubleheader, which was cool, by the way. I just want to say the uh, cross-promotion was great between those. Uh, no, it, it, it was a good race, though, actually. I, I thought the um, I thought the race was pretty solid. It had lots of action. Um, it was good from start to finish. And you know what's even better? As soon as they got rid of stage breaks, like the, there, there was no yellows for stage breaks. As soon as we got rid of that, you notice how the race went by in two and a half hours? That's exactly how long it should be. Nobody wants to sit and there for four hours. It was exciting. Uh, tires and, and all the things came into play, right? Like, is he going to come in? When's he going to come Strategy. in? Who knows? Yeah, no, everything came Strategy, in. Strategy, yeah. We got a couple It was cautions. real racing. You it know was called I th- racing. You know what it I was, think was real huge, racing, though? baby. You know what was huge, though? The start zone being moved. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but they were taking, uh, I don't know what turn the last turn is. I'm sorry. I don't look at track maps, but out of the final corner, there's like that long right bend. Mm-hmm. Um, they move the restart zone and start zone to before that bend. So no yeah, longer are they short, taking the yeah. green onto the start, uh, the front uh, straightaway with the start finish line. So that was huge because that stopped those huge four, five, six wide sends into freaking one and just ruining the race. I mean, we still had our fair share of like, you know, two and three wide moments, but it wasn't as crazy because they actually had time to spread out, which I thought was nice. Um, so happy that they changed that. I thought that was a solid change. Um, I was happy to see that. But uh, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on the race? What did you guys think if you watched Well, it? so what I, I didn't get to see all of it. What I did see was a lot of full sins, as in like NASCAR 2012 online, people not giving a damn and just sinning in it. I think Joey Logano did a really great job. I think he had a really solid race. I think he... Yeah. Uh, are you sure about that he had a clean race about like ricky stenhouse had a clean race i don't know dude guys dude Man, just like he had a terrible race stenhouse he was just hitting everything taking people out dude 
Dude, like, how do you miss the breaking zone that bad? Like, it was bad I don't when understand. the commentator calls you out and he's like, hey, you can hit a few more cars and he'll take out all the international drivers. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and did my boy Kobayashi not get picked on? I mean, come on. It's like they knew which car he was. I, like, I got bullied. That was terrible. Uh, like, it's, I get it. It's NASCAR. If you're new to it, you're going to get bumped around. But it's like the dude knows what he's doing on a road course. So just quit. Uh, yeah, no, that, that race, though, another thing that was nuts about it is we had a new winner. Michael McDowell collected his second ever win in the Cup Series. So he's oh. now won at the two most famous tracks, which, by the way, Norman, I called that. I'm just saying, Norman, we, we were talking before the race, just like bantering and all. It's just like, yeah, does McDowell have like two wins or something? He's like, no, he's only got one. And I messaged him after the race. I'm like, sure about that? <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that? <laughs> so anyways. Shout out well, to uh, and, Mikey, and Mikey McDowell for making I'll be the first one on the podcast on many a time I've said, why is Michael McDowell still here? Why is Suarez still here? Both dudes showed up for this race and raced a hell of a race. So, Eaton Crow, good job, Michael McDowell. It only took you 35 years. Good job, bud. Looking good. And he dominated the race. He did. I got it. Yes, he did. I'll give it to him. All jokes aside, hell of a race from him. So, uh, with McDowell winning, that was a new winner. Uh, so that was unfortunate. That was probably worst case scenario for Bubba Wallace. Uh, so that unfortunately puts him now in that 16th spot. Um, so right now we have three drivers in that are on points. Uh, we'll have to see how it goes. So I don't know if Kevin Harvick locked in. So, we were trying. Me and Norman were trying to figure this out because they they haven't actually told us that he's locked in yet. However, by points, we think he's locked in. So we're not sure why it doesn't say that they're locked in yet because they're quite a ways above the cutoff line. Um, they're yeah, like Harvick's one hundred and forty five above the cutoff, and Brad's one hundred and forty three. So I guess the oh, you know what? We did determine this. Actually, we did determine this. You're right. I'm stupid, Norman. Norman's shaking his head like, are you fucking stupid? So, Kevin Harvick yes. and BK are two <laughs> points away from each other. So, that new winner means technically, like, if two new winners were to happen, any of those three could be eliminated. You're probably like, well, if there's two new winners and three drivers, how could any of them be eliminated? Well, that's because, you know, Harvick and Keselowski might be 140 points to the good, but they're only two points away from each other. So, whoever's higher in that situation will technically be the one locking in if there's two new winners. So next race, if we don't have a new winner, both of them lock in, that leaves just Bubba. But if we do get a new winner, that now puts those two in contention for that final position. So if you're wondering, that's how it works. Because we determined you can only get 60 points per race because you get 40 for the win and 10 per stage. So Need to be watching out for Chase Elliott next you do. week at Watkins Glen because he's... he's must win. Yeah. He is must go freaking win i'm just saying this is fixing to be a crazy daytona because we got glenn and daytona before the cutoff glenn is probably going to be between chase elliott and suarez um between you know like the road course guys who need to lock need to win um but daytona is going to be insane if we get a new winner of watkins glenn too that's all i'm saying that's how far away is daytona is it the last race it's the one from last race well, there's only two left before the playoffs start, so Daytona's the final race before the cutoff. Yeah, that's what I was saying, final final race before the cutoff. Yeah, it, it's the final race. So we so have two races what? left, and yeah. that's going to make it nuts. So, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, I don't know. I'd really like to do like a live watch of that. That'd be kind of fun um, for us, but we might 
see what we can do about that. But yeah, um, Chase Elliott, dude, really good. I don't like that there's this many road courses right before the end of it, but I like that it does switch it up and let some guys like Michael McDowell actually, you know what I'm saying, um, have a better chance at it. But For sure, 100%. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I, um, I don't think I have anything. Oh, I guess I should probably address Blaney absolutely uh, taking out his RPG and taking out Almondinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, Almondinger moved him out of the way, and I think it was turn 13 or something like that. And uh, I guess Blaney was sick and tired of that, and he, uh, he ended up dumping his ass. So uh, I don't have much more to say on that. I thought it was deserved, but. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, Dinger came over and said that if he ever gets to his bumper again, it's over. And yeah. uh, he does not have a short memory. And he's not in the playoffs either, so that means... Blaine's yeah, I hope... It, I don't okay. know if it was a smart move for the one position, I'm not going to lie. Well, I don't think Dinger will do that. If it comes down to the playoffs, I think he's enough of a man. He'll probably wait till next season or something, but if it's any tear before then or anything, you better watch it. That's my take on it anyway, so I kind of like the old Dinger. So, oh, I love me a Dinger. You know what I was curious about, though? So, like, we all knew, like, all of us, as soon as we saw that, like after the replay and stuff, we all knew that Blaney intentionally took him out. So the only thing I'm wondering is why does NASCAR look at some intentional wrecks and not others? Like, is it because he didn't spin and hit a wall and almost die? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Like are they either need to look at them all or look at none of them. Cause like, I don't know. I guess, I guess right hooking is different though. Like, I guess I can't really say much about it, but. I don't know. Do you think that's their criteria? Is you have to right hook someone to get an intentional wreck investigated? Or no, man. I think I'm under the opinion that NASCAR officiating is a hundred percent for the optics of the public. At this point, we've seen so much inconsistency this season. It has been ridiculous, and we see them drop the hammer. We see them not like with the Noah Gregson thing. Even like you know what I mean. Like they've just been. It's whatever they think is going to be most appreciated by the public i don't even think it's their fans i think it's like all the potential new fans too like they don't want to pigeonhole themselves into some you know stupid situation by taking one side or the other so no i don't i don't think it matters at all i think it's, that it's we'll quite odd i wish they were more consistent <laughs> yeah no we'll we'll see it continue through the playoffs and the championship too i think i mean and i don't mean to sound sour but like it's it rigged is not the right word, but I, I'm not optimistic with the um, competitive viewership of the NASCAR playoffs this year. Let me put it that way. Like, I think I, I do think we're going to have multiple moments during the playoffs where we're going to be like, oh, fuck, man, really? You know, like that call, like, really, you made that call or like, really, you didn't call that or of course you didn't call that. It was Kyle Larson or whatever, you know, like, I'm sure we will not in this conversation here. So mark my words, lap 30, Dave said something about that a couple, couple weeks from now. Yeah. It's fixing huh. to be a crazy playoff. Yeah. I do have to say, and on this race, I'm glad NASCAR kept the caution in their pocket the whole race. Cause that was nice too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. They actually let people spin, and they didn't throw it. I mean, I saw the Justin Haley wreck in the beginning, and I was like, why did they throw it? He kept going. But then I realized the wall was demolished, and I was like, okay, maybe that's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, you're right. There was a few spins and stuff. They they didn't really throw them unless they needed to, which, again, that contributes to the shorter race lengths. Like, I, I wish we seen this more often. Even on ovals, man, if someone's if it's a single car spin, 
and he spins offline and he gets going again. We don't need a caution, bro. Just keep him going. Yeah. So, anyways, as long as there's no contact, obviously, right? You get the point. But, anyways, but that's that's for another time about talking about shorter race lengths. I can complain about that all day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm excited. Um, I know it's manufactured fun. We uh, we say this every year, but you know what? It is what it is. I'm willing to accept all it sports this point. are manufactured fun, man. The NFL, like NBA, all of it, Formula One, like. If if it's on an if it's on an international viewing level, it's manufactured fun. But that's sports. Like I'm still a sports fan. I didn't mean to dog NASCAR. Like I le- I enjoy watching racing in any capacity. But no, I don't think that there's r- officials with whiteboards and um, lab coats on or whatever. Like oh well, let's look back at the precedent of fi- previous races. No, they're straight up just like uh no no penalty or yeah sure. How did it look on TV? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of manufacture, just a little touch base since somebody said Noah Gregson a little bit ago. Um, so it's kind of been back and forth. I've been reading some rumors here and there, whatever the case may be. And I guess he wasn't dropped for a while because we said he was dropped on the podcast and they said he wasn't dropped from Legacy Motorsports. They just had to fill the spot with drivers because NASCAR is making their decision. I don't know how it all works out, but it is now posted that he has asked to be let go of his contract. He's kind of used his clause to get out of the contract with Legacy Motorsports. Uh, I don't know why, what that means for Noah Gregson moving no, forward. No, he was asked to resign, man. Well, so, yes, that was what was, but yes. So, the way they're putting it in the public is that he has exercised his clause to walk away. So, um, I guess he wasn't, at first, when, when you know we got news that like all these people were filling in for him, um, it wasn't immediate from Legacy, which I thought was kind of, I don't know. Some people might think it's refreshing. Some people might think it's weird. It was different. I just thought it was neat that they didn't just cut him right away. It was about a week later, which I know isn't very much time. But uh, anyways, just touch base. I don't want to you know, get into it too much. It's kind of a done deal and yeah. is what it is. We'll have to keep up with him. Um, I'll for sure keep my eyes out. Just see how it goes for the guy. Um, mistakes made, but you can always learn from him. But anyways. Also um, from last week, with McDowell winning... Ty Gibbs is out of the playoffs, meaning he's the only Toyota not in the playoffs. I hate to and say I'm gonna, you love to see it. But. I was going to say, let <laughs> everybody give me a hand. Be down, my boy. That's right. Man, yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I feel bad for the kid about his dad passing away and all that stuff, but I'm not going to forget the Xfinity Championship and how he dumped, or Xfinity playoff round where he dumped his teammate. That was yeah. stupid. And I'm still that was mad stupid. about that. Nope. Yep. I think he needs to get one bad thing happen to him back, and I'll be happy. Like I'm not yep. gonna hate the guy forever because he did that one thing. I mean, that's not how. That's not how I think it's fair. But he needs it, something it, to come back to him. So fuck him <laughs> until that point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so this isn't good enough for that that get back. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'll probably get. I'm over just it saying. Yet. I'll get I, over. I'm it just saying. Year. I just. I'm just saying. Tell him that you no, know what. Not you know what? winning doesn't count as a get back. Yeah. Like facts. I hope he stubs his toe when he wakes up or something. I hope he's you know, winning and gets done. Delicious. That. That's a, yeah. That's right. That's a fair trade off. Didn't his dad pass away like right after he won the championship too? I thought it was before. Was it before or after? I think it was some before. Say, some say he's still alive in Colombia. I think it's a conspiracy. Of course they say that. They say that about everybody. So, so JFK about. and Elvis. <laughs> They're all sitting out there. Freaking, They're all hanging out. Yeah. Drinking some margaritas and shit. They needed I wish a car I was guy. down there. I'm just saying. I know. Me too. Yeah. Do you? I don't. No shows here. I'm watching racing. Levi, Levi, let's talk about some really sketchy shit. Maybe we will end up down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy. Let's see what else we can do here. 
<laughs> make a podcast about like exposing Biden yeah. or something. Show up at your door and make two minutes. Shh, 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 shh. You're gonna say, let's start talking shh, on the Clintons. Shh, shh, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shh, shh, shh. Hey, oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, from NASCAR to Indy, the same weekend. Yeah, Indy was actually before NASCAR, but um, Norman, you get you got all the info on the Indy, yeah. Um, you got anything? Yeah, it was the best way to explain the race was like the race before uh, Iowa. It was exciting, but it also like nothing happened during the race. Um, one but, car ended up on top of the other one. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I think really the talking points of this race is what took them so long to clean up the first caution and why did they have to run seven laps under caution? That was brutal. They took the green from lap seven coming to eight. I was just like, what are we doing? Because the cars were cleared after lap one. Yeah. So I don't know. That was strange. Um, so that's really your talking point. Scott Dixon spun in that wreck, um, got back going and did his magical fuel save mode and still turned competitive laps to come back and beat Graham Rahal, who started on pole. So Graham Ray Hall still is winless in IndyCar, unfortunately. Um, he did run he did run Scott down, but once he got to like within a second there at the end of the race, he had nothing for him. Yeah. The, he used up his push to pass and just dirty air and tires and Yeah. He, um, he made it a race though. He made it exciting there at the end. I'll give him that. Scott did say in his interview that he burnt, he burnt his tires up way too quick trying to build the gap when he came out of pits on the final stop. Well, didn't he well, put used reds on too? Yeah, he did put used reds on. I don't know how used they were, but also he had some traffic issues there um, towards the end too. His last like 10, 8 to 10 laps, he had some traffic issues. They both did, of course, you know. Yeah, the other guy, you know, he had to get around him too, but um, he it seemed like he was having a little more trouble getting around those first few and it was kind of it was nerve-wracking, you know what I mean? Because you're like, uh-oh, because somebody's going to send it. But anyways. Um, So that was really the race. I guess really the, the conversation we get into, you got to give it to Graham Rahal, too. He respected Scott Dixon and winning that race. But that's 19 straight seasons Scott Dixon has won a race. He's a legend, man. Dude, that's say, can we be... officially say he's like the GOAT now? Or what? He's the GOAT. Yeah. Like I was gonna, that was the question I was going to ask, but no one. No, I think he is undisputed. Well, he I think I think technology moves quicker and quicker as and he, it, so I'll make this case across all sports, NBA, football, racing, all of it. the The more modern athlete is the better athlete. I'll just say it right now. Like the the legends of old would be scrubs in today's world. That's just the way it is, man. Advancement happens. Like people adapt. Humans are incredible. And as these cars get faster, humans have gotten better at getting faster too. And so like, and I'll make that case. Like I love Michael Schumacher, but I think that both Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen are better drivers than Michael Schumacher in the same equipment because they were raised in quicker equipment. They learned in better equipment and faster equipment. They're just predispositioned to be better. Now, I'm sure that there's an anomaly there every once in a while. But no, I'm going to make the case that, yeah, absolutely, Scott Dixon's the best. And the next the next guy who ties his record is going to be better than him, for sure, 
100%. I think we should talk about how Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not, though. That's the problem. Who's better? It was the system. It was the system? Yeah, this is like the Jimmy. The this is like this is like the G, this is like the Jeff Gordon versus Jimmy Johnson. Because you're going to tell me that when he left, that they got a lot worse. Well, a lot of other freaking people left too, and he wasn't the best when he left. No, anyways. I'm making the case that he's literally the best fucking quarterback who's ever graced our presence. Have you ever seen Tom Brady, Jesus Christ, or Batman in the same room at the same time? No, because they're the same person, bro. This he's guy is. The oh, greatest. No. Okay. Knee injury almost. He's not Batman. <laughs> like I'm telling you, man. Like lightning's no. about to strike, Dave. Why? I'm a I'm a Tommy fan. I'm a hardcore Tom Brady. Anyway. Yeah, he's they the don't, they don't actually time. have. It's actually not Christ the Redeemer that's in Brazil. It's he like won't him. be the it's greatest all time forever. <laughs> a guy like Patty Mahomes. If Patty Mahomes ties his records, then I would argue he's better. That's what my point was. No, can we? I think, okay, I if think, we're going to talk about jo- this. No, we- I think Josh Allen's a better quarterback for your system than P- Patrick Mahomes. Of course, you're talking about Josh Allen, you Bills. Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, straight, I am. I love, <laughs> I love Josh Allen, but he doesn't have a he doesn't have that cool haircut. <laughs> you want to talk about a little bit of the F1 Hamilton stuff going on? Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, What's Jimmy going Johnson. On? Just saying. What's going on? What, so Wait, did he get Hamilton's- a new tattoo? Did he get a new tattoo? A hand tattoo? No, so Lewis Hamilton, uh, there's rumors that he's already signed, and then there's uh, rumors that uh, Ferrari team has actually offered him double, $80 million to double his contract to come Ferrari? to Ferrari. Ferrari? Would you like to ruin your contract or ruin your career for What are you doing for the next year? Would you like to lose races when you should be winning them? Come on up. Do you want to no. be fourth in the Constructors' Championship? We got the team for you. But anyways, no, the, uh, the rumor started because they started flying the that they were coming to grips with a, a contract extension, which the problem with uh, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes AMG coming out with a contract extension at this point is Lewis wants like a five or six year, four or five to six year contract. And they're like, eh, we would rather not do that. They want to contract him in for another, like through 2026, like get them started in the new, you know, way of doing things. But uh, anyways, rumors start flying around. They got it done. And then his brother, uh, Nicholas, I guess he's a racer. I, d- I didn't know much about him. So, um, he put out a, a, are they called tweets now? He put out an X. An X tweet. A Twix. Yeah, a Twix. <laughs> <laughs> That's borderline on what you're saying. Now I want a Twix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he, he put out a picture of Toto Wolf on an iPhone calling him, and it says, huh, Toto and Mercedes AMG want me to be a teammate to big bro, Lewis Hamilton for 2024, should I pick up? And the world went bonkers. And I'm like, dude, just made that up. Like yeah, he's just 100%. having fun with it, but then everybody was talking about how I guess he's been seen talking to some Williams people, which would be kind of crazy. But anyways, don't know what's going on. Nothing for sure. The only people that I know for sure have signed that was in lately was the two Haas drivers have signed up through twenty twenty four. Magson and Hulk will be on the board unless other you know other things happen. But uh, yeah, besides that, F one's kind of dead. Danny, Rick, and uh, Russell met up at a concert. How cool was that? And Max was with uh, who was that again? Max was Kelly with? PK. Yeah, Kelly PK. And as you can tell by my voice, that's F one right now. Yeah. Woo! Can, oh, on, can I just highlight you guys on how ridiculous people are for thinking Nicholas Hamilton is gonna be in F one? I just want you to know that he's competed in British Touring Car, and his best finish was twenty ninth over three years. 
Yeah. And he drove yeah. in Renault Clio Cup. Uh, <laughs> like, like, listen to all these drivers' championships. This is from 2011 to 2013, his best, best finishing position. Okay. 2011, 14th. 2012, 21st. 2013, 10th. Okay. Okay. Respectable somewhat. 2017, 20th. 2018, 20th. 2019, 32nd. 2020, 2021, 2022, 29th. And this is with like 30 race starts, by the way. Just saying. And 2023, he's currently 23rd. Hey, aren't you Lewis's brother? Yeah. That's about that's about it. That's probably as far as it goes. Yep. And it's like, ooh. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, cool. You drive a race car. Like, I mean, that's that's pretty sick to say that you drive in British Touring Car Championship. Like, I'm not trying to diss the man in any way. But I just mean, like, let's be realistic here. Like, come on now. I know. Hey. I can't believe anybody actually took it for real, but I guess it did kind of. My wife's the one that told me about it. She's like, you hear about this? You hear about this? And I was like, man. You're like, man, you don't even know who hey. that is. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't think we need to go there, you know? But, uh. Yeah, besides that, I don't think we're going to see any contract stuff until middle of the uh, second half kind of thing. Three quarters to the season, we might be seeing some. They don't have to do anything, honestly. With Piastri's deal and them getting paid out, anybody can do anything anytime. So, And bad news for F1. Haas has supposedly retained both their drivers for next season. Yay! All right, come hop in the Ryan Blaney bathtub and drink beer with me. <laughs> Yay! So K Mag and Nico Hockenberg will be the Haas drivers for next season. So we'll see if they can get their shit together next year and actually have a car that can compete, or if we are just in for a dumpster fire. I heard Hockenberg's gonna dye his hair again. Yeah, I mean Hockenberg. Well, what album? You know, you know, is that wait, one going on. back natural? That's I'm, what we should do. I'm not opposed to Haas having Magnuson and Hulk again. I'm not opposed to that. I, I think that there's way worse drivers on the market than those two guys. Like they're good drivers, but um, I think it just it's Haas that needs to get their shit together. I don't think it's a driver problem at Haas, dude. Yeah, and the other problem with it is you got people like we've always talked about, Liam Lawson. We'll just keep using him as an example, right? Do you want him to come up and then go to Haas? No. I mean, is, I is want, he going to be able to show us anything there? No, I want more rookies in big teams. Like, I know that there's this whole, like, well, well, Williams and Mercedes and, you know, whatever. I think AlphaTari and Red Bull are a little bit of an exception, but they're going to be going a little bit different. They're going to... That we may see that change even. I'd like to see Red Bull just pull up rookies. I'm pretty like, sure Helm. I was going to say I think Helm Marco will be the first one to do it because he's got the cojones. Yeah, to say, I think that guy's in Perez is out. Yeah, I think I'd like to see Red Bull pull up pull up rookies and let's see what these guys actually got because like judging Nick DeVries and a Williams or judging or or in a Alfatari both because I judged him in a Williams I thought he was great. Or judging like a guy like Yuki Tsunoda, who we've all agreed was awesome in Formula Two in an Alphatari, I just don't think that's fair. So like I would like to see him start high and then get demoted. Um, which is kind of what you see in professional sports. Like how many how many great college players go to minor leagues first? You know? Like they always go up and then get sent down to G League or whatever, or minors, and then get pulled back up when the when the administration decides they're ready. So I think I'd like to see that in Formula One. Come on, Liam. Uh, I think you're just putting too much pressure on them in the crack. 
That's good. If you crack, then you get out. We're, but we're, you're, you, you're you in come a death in machine you, going 200 miles an hour. You get, like, you get your feet wet first and then work your way into the deep end. You might be able to survive a little bit longer. Even look at a guy like Josh Green. Like, like that dude is getting his feet wet right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all these dudes are very, have very wet feet. Like, they've been doing this since they were four or whatever. And they've been trained to be social media personalities and all this shit. So, like, I, I think give them a shot. Like, like, do you have it or not? Like, let's, let's see. Like, here's a Red Bull. Your teammates Max Verstappen. Are you fast or not? And if you're not, then go join in Yuki down there at the bottom um, until you are fast or until someone else hires you so we don't have to think about you anymore. Right? Like, well, And you say that about other sports, but man, F1 is just not any other sport, dude. It is cut throat. Right. And once you're gone, you're gone sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's just you're dead. It's nuts. Unless you're Danny Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps hanging around. I think it's because he's smiling and everybody just likes him. And, oh, I'm Danny. Danny. Anyways, I think his time's coming too, but hopefully we can get some of these rookies up here, get to see some fresh blood. I'm tired of seeing the same guys wreck the same cars every week, you know what I mean? But I can't think of a rookie that I'd rather see in the Haas. Like, I guess like, uh, I mean, there's a couple of F2 guys that are good, but I don't necessarily want to see them in the Haas. I was going to say, am I wrong to say that there's like, is there a lot of drivers on the market right now? Like no. realistically, like, like. I don't think there's a lot of experienced drivers on the market aside from the guys that they have in there right now. I think that's why they're keeping them. Like, I don't think Haas can afford to gamble on right. more rookies. You know what I mean? They don't right. have the money. Yeah. And a lot of these rookies, I mean, there's not a lot of incentive. Look at a guy like Christian Lungard. I mean, he got fourth place this weekend. The dude's been killing it. And he had success in Formula Two, but like, no one really showed a lot of interest in Formula One. He had some test drives, but like, like, you know, point is, is that you, you might be better off coming to IndyCar and looking at Japan like Liam Lawson, which was kind of a Red Bull thing. But still, he's in Japan racing Super Formula like there. Are, there are other racing series to go make money and do this for a living, which is the goal. So, you know, it, it's expensive to sit around and wait for a Formula One team to call you. You know, well, the other thing I was going to say is, do we think F1 may have to, like, get with the times soon and like start? having more competitive teams because like there's a lot of guys who like i feel like drivers are more educated now and it's not just like yeah we want to go to f1 because f1 is the coolest thing ever like you're the greatest driver ever because like when you think no. about it as a driver if you had the opportunity to go shine in indycar or go run 17th 18th 19th place in f1 like what are you gonna go pick you know what i mean like i feel like yeah I know there's lots of money on the table in F1, and there's always a chance you're going to be good. And if you are that good, I'm sure they will find you the good teams. I'm going to do whatever sells the most t-shirts. But if you're above average, like t-shirts, you're not that, and you're not like the next Lewis Hamilton. Like, do you really want to consider going to F1 over literally anything else that you can be immediately ten times more competitive and not limited by your car? I mean, of course, it's the dream from the beginning for everyone, right? But I don't know, man. Like, shit. The it does. So the first question was: Is Formula One going to have to get with the times? No, I think that they're going to uh, pretend to get with the times. And I, what I mean by that is, I think we'll see like more, like, uh, and I don't have a problem with this, but like more women drivers in Formula One. They'll wash it, dude. They're not going to just like level the teams and make it actually more fun and more competitive. They're going to like give us another distraction like 
like, oh, well, you know, Williams hires the first formula, like, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, the British girl that killed, like, she's so good. Um, anyway, uh, gosh, what's her name? Jamie Chadwick. I didn't even have to look at it. Uh, I knew I could remember it. Hey, Jamie right. Chadwick. Yeah, so like Jamie Chadwick's extremely talented. And I think that Formula One's play, rather than like spending a bunch of money on and limiting the teams and creating um turmoil and drama, I think what they do is they draw more fans into Formula One with a new thing. Um, and I think that's gonna be Jamie Chadwick. I do personally. I think that we see her as a Formula One driver in the next two years, and I think it's the way of Formula One drawing attention away from max and red bull just totally dominating while another team figures out their shit which could be mclaren or could be anyone else i don't think we're far away from it well like, and they've got it may they've already got a, be happening yeah f1's got an out there because in 2026 the cars just pretty much flip upside down and we get new cars and hopefully you know what i mean that'll level out the playing field a little bit but uh but i think we have plenty of distractions between now and then whether that's sport washing in weird countries or um you know uh the first woman formula one driver like i said or new teams more teams not just new teams but more teams all of that stuff is gonna draw more fans and keep us interested while really it's kind of not that interesting to watch at the end of the day you know yeah, Hell yeah. so anyway that's my opinion i but i'm i'm with it like i love formula one i'm i watch every race like i'm with it but um I'll yeah. Sports are sports, bro. Sports gonna sport. Professional sports gonna like, Yeah, and it's talks, a, baby. At the same time, we've talked about it before. F one's a whole podcast and a half, or maybe yeah, three we'll of them. You could, <laughs> we will save the rest of that for later for sure. But anyway. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see F one changing. It's gonna stay the same. I see you'll probably see in the next five years a downslide in their viewership because people will realize what it is. And I think we need an increase of teams on the grid. And I think they need to stick with what they're doing and let all the the bandwagoner fans for Drive to Survive slide away and just get back to what they are. Yeah, yeah, the driver survives a good deal, and it's kind of a bad deal. But uh, like I said, that kind of ties into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. We should we should put a cap on this. We're giving one. up all our good stuff, anyways. Now, um, yeah, I think that was probably a wrap up for lap thirty. Uh, appreciate everybody coming in. Antonio had either technical difficulties, had to bounce or something. But um, we love you, Antonio. Sorry you could be here for the uh, wrap up. So it looks like we got a uh, Antonio. So what? Watkins Glen Daytona for NASCAR coming up. Uh, consecutive weekends back bam 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 um and then uh indy's off still right next weekend um they don't come back till the 27th uh which if i'm wrong that's the same week that we come back for f1 which is at monza um so we will uh get to do all that good jive uh back to doing our picks and whatnot there next week but uh yeah good stuff Good stuff. I love that there's no F1 news really whatsoever. I really wish that someone would do something. I mean, Total Wolf broke an arm. Yeah. That's pretty much the only thing that's happened in the summer break. Okay. Guys, I'm going to spice I'm going to laugh. Yeah. You're, we're going to end this episode and I release this episode, and there's going to be like five things come out about F1. 
Yeah, true story is what's going to happen. <laughs> As of time we are shooting this or recording this now, there's nothing going on. But uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, from all of us at Lab Zero, thanks for 30, man. Thanks, thanks for 30. Hell yeah. It's been a good little ride so far, but we got a lot way long to go. It'll be nice to say, wow, 130. That's crazy. So stick around. Why don't you just add a zero to it and make it 300. There you go. The Spartan. The Spartan episode. <laughs> I'm going to kick somebody in the chest. Yeah, what are we going to do with NASCAR numbers when we get to past 99? We got to figure something out. <laughs> I guess Pastrana is 199, so I got one of them taking the rest of them. We got to figure out. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we're going to get... That's going to get hairy. Yeah, we'll we'll start, think, I'll go to the local dirt track and just start writing people's numbers down. Be like, we'll start adding letters, yeah. X. That's Herb Walker in the, uh, you know, CJ Southwest Tire sponsored vehicle, Chicken Express, in your local Sonic. <laughs>